At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. It is a Tuesday edition of the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Veasan. Hope you're doing uh, pretty good. Hope you uh, had some good success last night. Hope you listened to my advice. Because I gave out the Carolina Tar Heels plus the four. Yeah, it was dicey at the end. It always is dicey. Number is there for a reason. Even when North Carolina was up 15 at halftime, I saw the halftime line bet at Bet Rivers. It was ridiculous. It was like uh, uh, Kansas just uh, minus seven and a half. Wanted to pull the trigger, but I was like a little little hesitant because I still had Carolina plus a four. Could hedge. Try to fall in the middle, and boy, did uh, Kansas cover in that second half. So good night all around. Gave out North Carolina plus the points. Almost pulled it off. Uh, Woulda, coulda, shoulda. There were some moments that they had it. Uh, We're going to get into the game in a little bit. But I do want to start off with (laughs) Wizards in action tonight. Just four games left. Wizards uh, visiting the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. And now here's, here's the rub because yesterday we talked and I said, and the line wasn't out yet, I said, probably Minnesota, who's very good. You know, they had a turnaround season. They're, they're finally figuring things out, um, playing very good basketball. But still, I'm not completely sold on them as just a heart taker and uh, punisher, even at home. Uh, if you look at their record right now, 45 and 34, just six and four in their last 10. They have one, two straight 
Uh, at home, they are 25 and 13. So I thought yesterday, even before the number came out, I said, you know what? I think Minnesota's probably an eight or a nine point favorite over the visiting Wizards, who up until Sunday had won four or five before they got just hammer timed at the Boston Celtics, 144 102. So I was thinking eight or nine points, right? So I check out betrivers.com, uh, download that app today. And you know what the number is tonight? Oh, it's a whopper. It is Minnesota. And now it's actually come down a little bit because originally that bad boy was at Minnesota minus 13 and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what I saw it open as. And it is down to now Minnesota minus 12 and a half. Minus 12 and a half. And I thought it was going to be minus eight, minus nine. So I am way off. So what do we do here? Huh, that's a great question. Maybe we take the over because eight of the last, uh, actually all of the eight games they've played, the last eight times between the Wiz and Timberwolves have gone over the total, which is a whopping 238. (sighs) Minus 12 and a half are the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight against our Wizards. Uh, Wizards at the money line plus 525 at Bet Rivers, Minnesota minus 715. It, this is ex- not expected to be close at all. Now, this is where it's a real tough call because when we see such big numbers like this, and I think the last big number that I took um, was like Utah minus 13 and a half, and they won by 13 over the Lakers. Those are killers. The fear I have in a game like this, and the Wizards have done this to us before, where they get down by 20, 25, and they make a nice little run at the end to cut it under the number, and then lose by like 8 or 10. How do the Wizards respond also after such a debacle of a game at the Boston Celtics? where they lost by 42 points, and they never even sniffed being in the game. Opening tip was like, you can do whatever you want, Boston. Come on down. We'll sort of act like we're trying, but we're really not, and just score, and uh, we'll get on our merry way. Wizards are 5-5 in their last 10. Their away record is 13-25. My gut thinking is the Wizards should fight back, show some pride, keep this baby close against uh, Minnesota. When I say keep it close, I mean keep it in that 11 to 13 range all game long and make a sweat. And because I really think the Wizards will play with some purpose and some uh, actual, man, we got our butts kicked. Let's show people we can actually play. I'm going to go the other way and I'll take Minnesota minus 12 and a half. Such a big number. I get it. It's very tempting to take the visitors in this spot. It really is. But I am not going to fall into the trap of believing what I think. And I'll go contrarian and I'll take Minnesota minus the 12 and a half tonight. Official release against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Trying to make it two straight since I gave out Carolina last night. Feeling good. Feeling good, confident in my picks. 
Now the Wizards, um, they're going to trot out the same suspects, I assume. Same starting five. Porzingis didn't do much in Boston. KCP didn't do much. Uh, You know where I stand on all this. They shut down Kyle Kuzma, basically. Like, he hasn't played in nine, ten games. It's probably time to shut down all these veterans. Been saying that for weeks. Literally nothing to play for. Literally nothing to play for. Uh, And so that's another thing to keep an eye on tonight. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? Again, like I said, I suspect they'll go out with their usual starting five. But you never know. Like four games to go, and you got all this money invested in Porzingis next year. Do you really want to just risk his health by going out there tonight? It sounds so 2022 NBA. Should they shut him down? Should they shut down these veterans? So keep an eye on that as the day progresses. But as of right now, with the number as it stands... I'm going to be taking the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves minus the 12.5. T-Wolves, Carl Anthony Towns has scored over 50 this year. Anthony Edwards is uh, is a really good uh, player. Former number one pick, showing that he certainly was uh, deserving of that selection. D'Angelo Russell, I forgot, is on their squad, averaging seven assists a game. Wizards actually won the last time these two teams met, 115-107, way back in December. Remember that? When Montrezl Harrell scored 27 points. Carl Anthony Towns is averaging 25 a game, 10 boards, 4 assists. Anthony Edwards is averaging 3.4 made threes over the last 10 games. In the last 10 games, the Timberwolves or 6-4, and four, like I said, averaging 124 points a game. Their opponents have averaged 123. So you do the math, and the totals are set at 238. Again, it's really difficult for me to touch the total. I'm just going to play the number. Give me Minnesota minus a 12.5 with that asterisk on who plays tonight. But again, it looks like everybody is ready and raring to go. There's a slew of uh, other NBA games tonight because, you know, the... Courts were dark last night, giving way to the NCAA men's final. Are the Pistons playing tonight? Because, boy, they have been so wonderful to all of us. The Lakers are playing tonight, and you know what we do when the Lakers play. By the way, did you anybody see them play on Sunday? It's just LeBron doesn't play, even though it was on national television. They gave the Nuggets sort of a fight, but in the end they lost by 11 Nuggets covered. So, again, if you go by that that rule of thumb that I gave out, never bet on the Lakers, you may have a decent, decent shot at making some money and having some fun. No, the Pistons do not play tonight. They have been a covering machine. Every time I've taken Detroit this year, they've won. So, thank you to the upstart New York, uh, excuse me, Detroit Pistons. Yes, the Phoenix Suns tonight playing host to the L.A. Lakers. Phoenix is favored by 11.5. The total is 232.5. The Lakers have lost their last 14 straight road games against their Western Conference opponents. And the Suns have covered the spread in each of their last six games against the Lakers. So there you have it. Lock and load on the Suns uh, later on tonight. We'll get into some NBA later on the show, but uh, straight ahead. Want to dive into the NCAA men's basketball final. It was great, great night. Uh, Carolina and Kansas will revisit the evening. That is next. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanran from VEASAN. 
No more football? No problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball and more. Don't miss out on Bet Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. Do me a favor, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts as we really get into what's going on here in DC. Uh, again, Wizards of Minnesota tonight, but I do want to reflect on the NCAA men's national championship game. Don't want to gloat because I could have easily been a loser. Thank God for that Kansas Jayhawks guard for stepping on the sidelines. Not once, but twice. When all they had to do was get the ball in and get fouled and make free throws and give us North Carolina backers a hell of a bad beat because Carolina was up for most of the game. And, oh, I don't know if you knew this, but they they gave up the biggest lead in NCAA men's finals history. That that narrative became something out of nowhere at the end, right? Oh, a comeback for the ages. They were down 16, 38, 22. I mean, in this day and age, everybody knows that lead isn't safe at 16. Okay, greatest comeback in the finals, but you don't need to hammer it like it was this incredible 35-point deficit and they clawed away. It was only 16 with three minutes left in the first half. It was like the bulletin board of every post-game show. Like, oh, biggest comeback ever. What amazing. Uh, hello, did you see Miami and how Kansas went on that 47-15 to run in the second half? Just because it happened in the finals doesn't make it that incredible of a comeback. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, like, rain on that parade, but I found that to be odd. It was only 16 points, and in a flash, it was down to six in the first four minutes. So... If you had Carolina like I did, plus the four, at halftime, it was 40-25. But we all knew it was far from over. Never let yourself think you've won, by the way. I, I do that in everything. I, 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 I a betting tip. When I compete in tennis and I give my brain the excuse to think you've won, you know what happens? You start losing. I'm not saying that's what happened to North Carolina, but boy, they looked totally uh, disjointed in the second half. Give credit to Kansas. They played really good defense, but Carolina got into this uh, helter-skelter, one shot, not any sort of offensive set. Baycott give him credit for playing through the pain and then unfortunately re-rolling that ankle on a loose floorboard. Did you see how loose the floorboard was? Like, how is that possible? How's that possible? Millions of dollars going to this tournament and the floorboard was loose. I hope he can, uh, you know, get better faster. If that's a bad injury, lawsuit. Anyways, so when they're up by 15 at halftime, 40-25, we all knew this thing was far from over. And Kansas, to their credit, quick turn of events, second half squad. We've seen it before. They actually pushed the tempo, pushed the pace. That came to their advantage. And then North Carolina, even though they got hit and punched in the mouth, of these, as they say, responded nicely. And Carolina had every chance as well to win the game late. 
Now let's get down to the brass tacks, the ending. And Carolina goes down by three. They come down with 25 seconds. There have been so many scenarios that we have seen when we have the points. So I was hoping, okay, Carolina will go for a quick two and then foul, try to to put uh, Kansas on the line. No, they just go for the tie with 25 seconds or 20 seconds. And thankfully, it gets tipped out. They get another three. That clangs off. And here's where you're hoping the scenario is with with Manic getting the rebound, that they'll kick it out and get one more shot at a three, like with two seconds left, and then that shot will go in or out. If it goes out, game's over. If it goes in, oh, God, we're going to overtime. So you're sort of hoping for a miss at this point and no time remaining. But Manic freaks out and throws a horrific pass to the guy in the corner, and it's a turnover. And right there, I tweeted at Jay Frank Hanrahan, here comes the bad beat. Because now Carolina's down by three. Kansas has the ball. All they have to do is get it in. Carolina will foul. And Kansas will make both free throws with four seconds left or maybe even less. And then Carolina will rush down and either hit a shot or miss a shot, but likely miss the shot if you have Carolina plus the four, because that's where our mind is at. We're up by 16, and now we're fighting for our lives to cover. Kansas does the strange, I guess nobody else is open, because they did exactly what you don't want to do. Near the sideline, guy running, forget his name, the guard, had a tough night as it was, and he steps on the out-of-bounds line. It was perfect. Because what would have been even better was the jack three at the end, buzzer sounds, game over, you win, you lose by three. And now, there really isn't much of a chance for the backdoor cover or the bad beat to occur because you get the ball back with four seconds after Kansas for whatever reason, throws the ball to a guy on the run who steps out of bounds. So now I'm thinking, okay, will Kansas foul though? (laughs) And we could have a bad push because let's say Carolina does get fouled and they make one of two free throws. They got to miss a second intentionally. What if that one goes out? Then they got to foul real quick. You could be looking at a really bad push at plus four. So all the scenarios are running through your head, right? But Kansas chooses not to foul. And uh, Love gets a look for three, way off the mark, and the ball game is over. And if you had Carolina plus the four, you are going bananas. Why did I like Carolina from the start? I told you this yesterday on the D.C. CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. People thought that Carolina would have tired legs, Baycott's tired ankle or hurt ankle. They'd just be Duke emotional uh Saturday night victory. They didn't have anything left in them. Kansas was just too good. And that's where I flipped the script and I went the other way. And Carolina almost pulled it out, man. They almost did it. They are probably kicking themselves today. Because that second half, they got sped up. They panicked. Didn't really get into anything offensively. There was, there was three or four straight possessions where they came down and nobody got touches. It was like, let's just freak out and, and take some bad shots. Love and uh, I forget the other kid's name. is really good. He didn't have a good second half. Uh, Roberts, is that what it is? Um, I'll find out his name because he was tough in the first half. 
And then he sort of went MIA in the second. And I said that it was going to be up to him. J- Davis, RJ Davis. Basically, it was going to be like Davis and um, Love and uh, Agbaji and McCollum for um, Kansas. It was going to be whose star stepped up late. And for Kansas, that's exactly what happened. Um, and they got it done. So you got to feel for you got to feel for Carolina because it's right in there. McCormick, I said, yeah, McCormick and uh, Agbaji. And don't forget about Braun; he was fantastic too in the second half. As as the plays were made when they had to by Kansas, sometimes it's that simple. It really is that simple. But I'm happy today because I, I I gave out Carolina. Stuck by Carolina, and unfortunately, the only thing that didn't come through was the uh, the futures bet at Bet Rivers because they were like plus five fifty before the Final Four. Oh man, that would have been a nice payoff. And uh, Kansas was this was uh, I think about plus two hundred to win it, so he got some value if he took Kansas um, before the Final Four. And I already see that some places have Kansas already as the early favorite next year. Uh, no, that's not going to happen because defending champions never win back-to-back never when was the last time florida like 16 17 years ago so we'll wait on next season and we'll, we'll start talking about it then so just a fantastic night in new orleans came down to the end and we all knew it was going to be one play here or there it always is it usually is it's always going to be a good sweat usually is and it was uh, it was a great night so congrats to kansas congrats to carolina and especially if you had carolina plus the four when we return here on the dc city cast presented by bet river sportsbook we got some more nba games i want to dive into let's uh, let's keep this bad boy rolling that is straight ahead dc city cast presented by bet river sportsbook i'm frank hanrahan from Vison. bet river sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to 250 dollars when you sign up today in addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 532 3500. So, uh, Tiger Woods is back, huh? Everybody's excited about Tiger Woods coming back to golf. Maybe it's because he's. He's back from injury, or it's because it's the Masters. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that excited. Although I did look at his numbers at Bed River Sportsbook, and uh, I think you're wasting your money if you're putting anything on him. Tiger Woods to win the Masters. Dude has been off for what two years. Coming back for an injury, he says his biggest concern is walking the course. Do you think? I think I'd bet on him not to finish the tournament. Tiger Woods is plus four thousand to uh, be the winner at uh, Bet River Sportsbook, plus 800 to be in the top five, plus 350 to be in the top 10, and plus 138 to be in the top 20. Uh, I think this is going to be a moneymaker for the books because people are going to say, yes, he's back. He's going to do well. No, don't. I would not. Uh, I'm not going to waste my money and bet on Tiger Woods. Just can't. Can't do it. Not going to do it. Uh, so that's the big news uh, nationally. Tiger Woods is uh, says he's going to play in the Masters, which starts on Thursday. 
Uh, yeah. So uh, you know what? At least it. I'll be honest. It, it's good for him to be in because your average golfer fan, average golf fan, maybe not even your your somewhat run of the mill fan, um, is now going to check out the Masters. Their ratings, yeah, probably going to be through the roof. So we got more NBA to dive into tonight. Uh, like I said, I like the Timberwolves tonight, minus a 12 and a half. Coming off a 3-1 and one NBA on Friday night because there was no NBA last night, obviously because of the uh, national title game. So I, I like uh, I like the Timberwolves tonight, minus 12 and a half. I like the Suns tonight, minus the 11 and a half, taking on the god-awful Lakers who uh, need to do uh, – <laughs> Basically, you have to just start from scratch this this summer. I wonder if LeBron's going to be there next year, quite honestly, because I don't think Westbrook will be there. None of these older guys will be there. It is a young man's league, and it's very hard for us older people like yours truly to accept. You know what? You just can't do it anymore. Can't keep up. Or if you want to, you got to be a role player. Cannot be, cannot be the man anymore. You got to accept it. So we'll see what shakes out with the Lakers this offseason because they are hanging by a thread trying to make it. And they face my squad, the team I think is going to win it all in the uh, Phoenix Suns because, and right now the number keeps coming down. Remember like two months ago we were talking about it and the Suns, I think at that point, were like plus 400. Checking out Bat Rivers right now, the Phoenix Suns are plus 275. They are the overwhelming, I would say the whelming favorite to win the NBA title. They got all the pieces, man. Devin Booker, Chris Paul. They got uh, Aiton in the middle. They got the uh, they got wing defenders. Um, they're not scared. I love them. Plus two seventy five, still a value. Get in on it right now. Download that app at Bet Rivers. Milwaukee Bucks plus five hundred. The Nets, who will probably be in the playing game, plus six hundred. <laughs> Better favorite than uh, better odds rather than Golden State at plus nine hundred, Miami Heat at plus one thousand. So as we get closer to the end of the season, we are seeing the horses that are starting to emerge from the pack. Suns, Bucks, those are the two. They think there's going to be a rematch of the NBA Finals from last year, which the Bucks won. And then the longer shots like the Nets, Warriors, still very good teams, but. People aren't thinking they have much of an opportunity if they're at plus 900. Heat plus 1,000. Celtics plus 1,000. Sixers plus 1,100. Of all the teams that I would say just throw a little bit of a sprinkle on, it would be obviously, and I can't believe the the odds are this long for the Memphis Grizzlies, plus 1,600. Did you see their stat without Jai Morant, their best player? It's something insane. It's like 18-2 and without their best player, right? And you're getting plus 2,200 for them to win the NBA championship. That would be my, and they're, look, they're second in the West. What's the deal? They're nine and one in the last 10. They won seven straight. But the odds for them to win the NBA title are plus 1,600. My God, man, let's get on it right now. Give me a C note on them. Holy crake. <laughs> What what's up with that? That doesn't make any sense, and maybe that's why I I shouldn't. But I I I like those odds. I love those odds. Give me Memphis to win the championship, the NBA title at plus sixteen hundred. Are so good. 
So good with and so good without their best player. Why not? Why not? The Memphis Grizzlies. So there's my hot tip of the day here on the DC Citycast. Uh, other games tonight. Wow. This is insane. The Brooklyn Nets are favored by 17 over the Houston Rockets. The Rockets, though, have lost each of their last 11 games as road underdogs. It doesn't mean they haven't covered the spread, though. Uh, yes, Brooklyn is very much playing for something. Playing for the playing game, playing to jockey for a better spot. Right now, they're the 10th seed, tied with the Charlotte Hornets. They are uh, a game back of the Hawks and a two and a half games back of the Cavs for the seventh spot. So they really have something to play for, but that is a humongous spread tonight. Oh God. I don't know if I can I don't know if I can touch that. Nets are minus 17. Mm. We'll, we'll circle back to that in just a second. <laughs> oh my God. That's really uh, that's a huge number. Uh, the Pacers hosting the Sixers. Sixers are favored by eleven and a half tonight. Total is two thirty four. Um, the Bucks are favored by six at the Chicago Bulls at eight o'clock tonight. And then we have the two really bad squads: Oklahoma City Thunder and Portland. Thunder are favored by four and a half tonight over the Portland Trail Blazers. Yeah. So what I'm going to do tonight, I'm not going to let that big number scare me. I'll take the uh, Brooklyn Nets, minus 17. Look for Kyrie to go off. Houston stinks. Um, I will take I'll take the uh, Brooklyn Nets, minus the 17. I like the uh, Portland Trailblazers getting four and a half at Oklahoma City. Dare I go to that well? The aforementioned Memphis Grizzlies are plus five and a half at Utah. Give me the Memphis Grizzlies, bro. Uh, even without Morant, they play well. They play hard. They play tough. I like the Grizzlies in this spot, plus the five and a half. And one more for you. The Nuggets, who have, have struggled to cover. Um, they have won 13 of their last 14 games against teams that held a losing record. That's what they do tonight. They play the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Spurs are struggling, although they've won... Uh, two in a row. They're seven and three in their last ten, but thirty-three and forty-five, and the number is big, minus nine. Give me the Nuggets to cover, as they are, uh, they too are trying to get a good spot in the Western Conference. So I like the Nuggets tonight, minus nine. So let's recap my NBA plays: Minnesota Timberwolves minus the twelve and a half, Brooklyn Nets minus the seventeen against the Houston Rockets. The uh, Portland Trailblazers getting four and a half at OKC. Just really two bad teams. Give me the dog in this spot. Memphis Grizzlies, a dog, plus five and a half at Utah. Ring it up. And finally, well, there are two left. Denver Nuggets, minus the nine against the San Antonio Spurs. And yes, the Suns, minus 11 and a half against the L.A. Lakers. May have to go legal limit against those godforsaken L.A. Lakers. You can tell I, I really like them. What a disaster. As for the uh, Wizards, um, you know, four games left. No Kyle Kuzma tonight. Probably shouldn't uh, play anybody of, of, of worth that makes a lot of money like Porzingis. 
who's averaging 22 and nine in his last uh, 10 games for, for the Wizards. So we, we see what he could do. Like he's a nice, nice potential. I'm not going to say all-star, but he's a guy that can average 20 and 10 for you. And he needs to get in the weight room. Or can he get in the weight room? Is it even possible? Like, is, does he have a body that can get a little more physical? Like, that should be his number one goal this offseason is just to get stronger, get in that weight room. I know he's 7'2", 7'3", and, you know, 200 pounds, but he's got to come back a little more physical so he can take more of that pounding in the post, pounding of the contact when he goes to the cup because it's it's really been his Achilles heel his entire career is just trying to stay healthy, right? Yeah. So that's what I would advise for this franchise for him. Shut him down and let's get him ready for next season by getting in that weight room. And I, I can't believe I did this after the uh, the college game last night. I wanted to see where some of the players that were in the game last night, where they were projected to be drafted. Because the, the love kid... I can't believe he's projected to be a second rounder. Like I, that's pretty crazy. He's he's really good. Uh, Agbaji from Kansas. Guess who he's projected to go to at ten? If if the season ended today, and I always I sort of breaking my own rule by already looking ahead without the season being over. But if the season ended today, Wizards likely would have the tenth overall pick, even though they've had such a god awful season. Not not bad enough. So right now they'd actually take Egbaji at uh, shooting guard. Do uh, I think we have enough shooters? But that's what NBADraft.net says at number ten. Um, the number one overall pick is from Purdue, Jaden Ivy, who was not good against St. Peter's. This is again according to NBADraft.net. I like the kid Bancaro from Duke. He's the second projected pick. I've not seen enough of Jamari Smith, who's the projected third pick to go to Houston. Orlando, by the way, would have the number one selection. Detroit, then Houston, Oklahoma City, Indiana, all bad squads. Sacramento, Portland, Memphis, San Antonio. Memphis, I guess, by trade. San Antonio, and then 10 is Washington. So the guys that played last night, Agbaji is in there. Love would be a second-round pick. Again, he's another shooting guard. He's a little undersized, 6'4", 195. But I like his heart. I like his uh, his big-time shot-making ability. But he's he's just projected as a second-round pick, bro, which is pretty crazy. And uh, I think that's about it from players that we saw last night that would possibly be available for the Wizards of this offseason. And, yes, we will get into, for sure, uh, real territory of what – Will the Wizards and what should they do this offseason to try to get them better uh, through the NBA draft? But I was just curious to see where some of those guys that played last night were projected. And lo and behold, Agbaji from Kansas could be a Washington Wizard. Although they already have Beal, they already have uh, Kispert, they already have shooters, man. They have, you know, Abdi is starting to hit some threes. Do we need another shooter? Well, Heck, they need a lot of stuff moving forward. That's the trap you don't want to fall into. Well, we already have this, so we'll be all right. Nah, not necessarily. Because <laughs> you're 12, 13 games under 500. Whatever you have right now, it's not that great. So let's let's open our minds. Let's open our thinking. Let's be more proactive in how we go about getting set for next year. Which, my God, I feel like every year we're saying, hey, well, next year, the big year. 
We've been doing that for 15, 16 years, and, and honestly, for 45, if uh, you want to be honest. All right, so to put a wrap on the bow on the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook again tonight, going with the uh, sadly betting against the Wizards, going to take the Timberwolves minus a 12 and a half, taking the Portland Trail Blazers plus four and a half at Oklahoma City, Memphis plus five and a half at Utah. Love the Grizzlies in this spot. Uh, Denver Nuggets minus nine against San Antonio. And then the, to top it all off, if if we're not doing well, if we're 0 3, or 0 and 4, just just uh, double it all down on the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Minus 11 and a half, taking on the LA Lakers uh, tonight. So there were the five NBA picks for you, man. Three and one last time. Let's uh, hope we can get a big night uh, in front of us. Do not forget as well, follow along on Twitter at jfrankhanrahan, at betrivers. Download that app right now, betrivers.com. Appreciate their support as well as at Vicent Live. Let's have some fun tonight. We'll talk to you on Thursday. This has been the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Vicent.